welcome back to the Figure It Out podcast. My name is Emma. And I'm Natasha. And today we have on with us Drew, a really good friend of ours and someone that we're excited to talk to who's been meaning to be on this podcast for a long time. Yes. So we we had a myriad of topic ideas and this is kind of the one we landed on, but I'm sure we'll see Drew back in the future. So Drew, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> we are glad to have you. Um, just to kind of get you guys uh, introduced to Drew, Natasha and Drew have known each other. I don't know. How long have you guys known each other for? That's a great question. I think <laughs> over 10 years or probably or just around, yeah, around 10, 10 years. years yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we moved out there when I was 14. Mm-hmm. Drew and I lived near each other. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's the context of how we first met. And then we all went to school together at Northwestern. Um, and that's, yeah. yeah. Which is where I met Drew because mm-hmm. I was friends with Natasha and then she was friends with Drew and then we all started hanging out. And we still get to hang out because we are friends post-college, which is awesome. So um, Natasha and Drew are both homeschooled together. So they are the target of homeschool jokes um, with each other. Well, not homeschooled together. We're not siblings. <laughs> right, right. I guess not. They're not siblings. That would have been a key thing to start with, I guess, if they were siblings. Someone asked us if we were siblings um, when we were at the spike ball tournament. Really? They're, yeah, they were like, are you guys siblings? I'm like, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh I do remember that. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the one cool thing about being homeschooled and um, and the fact that Drew is also homeschooled is in all of our disagreements, Emma, like you and I, when we do things on on um, the podcast and then on Instagram, Drew is always in agreement with me or almost always. And mm-hmm. I think it's because we are homeschooled. We have similar perspectives. I think so, too. I think homeschooled people say things wrong because <laughs> they didn't go to school and like learn the normal way to say taco in a bag. So you <laughs> is know. that what they teach you at school? <laughs> yeah. Like on learn? the lunch menu, it's called taco in a bag. Do you guys know what that is? A lunch menu, hot and cold lunch. No, I just served what I was given. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, they're in their little homeschooled posse together. But other things about Drew. Drew is, like, the biggest Apple fan I know. Uh, yeah, same. And not Sorry. just, like, Apple, like, Honeycrisp, but, like, Apple, like, <laughs> iPhones. So if you have any Apple questions or need an Apple um, fan, what is it called? Like a, like a hype person? Yeah, like, that's, that's Drew for you guys. Drew, does it bother you that Emma doesn't have Apple products? Yeah. <laughs> she knows this. Yeah, I do know this. I've been trying to get her to get Apple products for a long, mm-hmm. long time. Yeah, I had Drew help me um, find a new computer. And the first thing I texted him was like, can you help me find a computer? It wouldn't be a Mac. And I was like, I don't know if that's a deal breaker, if he even cares anymore. <laughs> He's but, like, there are no other computers. <laughs> yeah, like, what? what? No, but yeah, big Apple fan. Um, what else about Drew, Natasha? Um, Drew also loves coffee. And actually, he... Correct me if I'm wrong, Drew, but like, wouldn't you want to be a barista at Dumbrose? Isn't that one of your dreams? Yeah, not as a career, but I think as like one day a week, yeah. that'd be great. Mm-hmm. And then maybe start a coffee shop in my future. Uh-huh. Natasha also wants I to know. start a coffee shop. We've talked about We're this. both homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> it's a homeschooled thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, another thing, just because I don't know if we've talked about Brecken in a while, but Drew is Brecken's like hype buddy. Every time Drew comes over, Brecken just gets, we see a side of Brecken we don't often see. They're just, they're just buddies. Yeah. He's probably, I think, Drew, you're his, like, favorite person just because you just come over and make him happy. Like, he just loves playing with you. Mm-hmm. I just let him be a dog. Yeah. I don't <laughs> put him in a true. box. <laughs> Everyone is like, cuddle with me. Sit, stay. And Drew's just like, have fun. Here, climb all over yeah. me. Let's get hype. Let's get the, it's so funny, though, when, like, dogs get, like, the zoomies or whatever yeah. they're called. And he just I'm runs so cute. all around. Mm-hmm. And lastly, Drew is, like, our expert on 
anything Natasha and I need help with. <laughs> like if we have questions, uh, we ask Drew them. Yeah, um, we were talking about like just Drew, like everything that we've at, we relied on you for, and like the list just kept getting longer and longer and longer and longer, and. I just was like, oh, there was this one text where I was like, hey, can you, oh, because you wanted admin power. And you were like, why did I get this? And I said, because you fix everything for me. <laughs> and it's kind of true. Like, I just rely on you to yep. be my go-to <laughs> on anything from cars to taxes. No, yeah. So, like, truth be told, like, Drew is just, like, a selfless friend who is always willing to help us out, which leads us to our little game for the day. Um, Natasha and I, like we said, we have lots of questions that we ask Drew. And so today we went through our texts, that we, our text conversations with you, and we pulled out, um, I think, 24 different questions one of us has asked you in the past year or so. Wow. And so we're kind of going to rapid fire this. This isn't going to be the whole podcast. But one, these texts have either been sent by myself or Natasha. And so you have only a few seconds to guess who sent this text to you. Do you and these are all real texts. We did not make any of these up. Okay, this is exciting. All right. Um, I, I think I'll get this. I think you I think, will. Yeah. There's some that are really just random that we thought were funny to throw in. So uh, I will just say for the listeners, there's a lot of tech questions that were not asked because they would have been super redundant. Like, how do you fix storage on your phone? Because that was asked several times. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's because I didn't fix it the first time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So here's how it's going to work. Just to not give anything away, Natasha's going to read. We're going to go every other. Natasha's going to start. And we're just going to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Who reads it does not mean they said it. So we'll okay. just see how you go. There is 24 questions. Let's see if you can get um, 20 out of the 24. We'll just see how many you can get. But All right. Natasha, kick us off. All right. Okay. Question number one. Any thought into why there is $167 in my checking account from the IRS? Mm. I think you both asked me this. <laughs> I'm going to go with Emma on this one. That's correct. That's correct, yeah. All right, next question. Do you have any experience putting in windows? Are you searching for the context of these questions, too, in your mind? I don't know this question. <laughs> this is horrible. Was it my text? I, oh, <laughs> I'm going to guess Emma on this one. <laughs> That's, That's correct. <laughs> All right, question number three. You're on a roll. Are you awake? Natasha. Yes. Yeah. Question number four. Does the Costco Business Center have a refrigerator section? Emma. Correct. All right, number five. What kind of word is by you? Emma. Mm-hmm. That's a wordle. It was a wordle <laughs> yeah. word, yep. Uh, side note, Drew and I do the wordle. We, we, aren't, we haven't recently, but we used to send each other our scores every yeah. day. Uh, number six, are you wearing shoes? <laughs> you asked me this? Or some one of you did? One of us, one asked, of us you this. asked you this. Mm, this is a toss-up. Natasha. Yeah, correct. that's correct. All right, number seven, have you registered for the test yet? Natasha. Yes. Yep. Uh, number eight, should I go to Caribou today? Emma. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number nine. If I became an ordained minister, can I officiate your wedding someday? <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> yep. Uh, number 10, do you know it's not Wednesday? Emma. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know what the context for that question was. 
Well, I think I think everyone's going to be wondering what the context for these questions. A lot are. of these are, yeah. That one. Should I be an ordained minister? <laughs> That's Natasha's dream someday. <laughs> yeah, but shepherd um, and ordained. Context minister. of that one, uh, Drew and I and several other friends. Anyone, anyone should really celebrate Coffee Shop Wednesday. Speaking oh, of working right. from home, sometimes we work from coffee shops on Wednesday, and I think Drew texted me one day said Coffee Shop Wednesday question mark and like it wasn't on a Wednesday. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, number eleven, coffee cake and shooting guns. You have to have them flex or it doesn't sound like a question. <laughs> Natasha. Yes. Yep. Uh, number 12, which do you prefer, crystallized or non-crystallized honey? Ooh, I remember the conversation. I don't remember who it was with. <laughs> Emma. That's incorrect. No. That's your first one, Drew. Oh, Dang. sad. All right, number 13. Should I go dance with him or is that just too weird? Natasha. You <laughs> <laughs> knew that one. <laughs> Uh, number 14, doesn't the IRS have something better to do? Natasha. Oh, that was me. Is it really? That was mm-hmm. me, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, number 15, do you by chance have my tax returns from last year? Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> um, number 16, do you consider yourself skilled at putting on screen protectors? Emma. Yes. Very good. All right, 17, do you think that was a foolish decision? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, no, he can't. He thinks that we both could ask him this. Because we both <laughs> made like, yeah, dumb this decisions. Hard. They both make foolish decisions. Natasha. That one was me, but honestly, I don't remember the context and I didn't read it. So, my bad. Uh, number 18. Have you gone to Costco yet? Emma. That was that Natasha. Was I think around oh. your birthday. Yeah. I think I'm at like five incorrect. You have gotten four incorrect. You still okay. can be the, or do the 20 out of 24. All right, number 19. Do you have time to answer a tech question? Natasha. Yep. yep. Number 20. Did another tragedy just show up at my door? Emma. Yes. You're, you're uh, in line for 20 out of 24. All righty. Um, number 21. Also, is what I said in the group chat good? <laughs> Natasha. Yes. Oh, I'm like stressed for you. I know. All right, 22. So it wouldn't be a funny April Fool's joke to change all the clocks in your house and make you late for your test? <laughs> <laughs> Natasha. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got two more. Two all righty. Number 23, what's your five-year plan? You don't have to answer the question. You just have to just say who <laughs> oh, said it. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I think it's Emma. Yes. yes that's yes. correct. All right. And last but not least, number 24, what town are you working in today? Emma. Yes. Hey, Where'd you did it go? 20 out of 24. That was the goal. Um, wow. And that's also the segue into today's topic of working from home. Um, so first off, congratulations, Drew. Um, you know our questions. But also that's just a, uh, just a glimpse into like what we mean when we say like, Drew's like really there to help us with anything. I like, want to see if any of the listeners got a better score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always. I should have said play along and see yeah. if it's be better. Oh, that would be funny. Mm-hmm. No, it's such a variety though, Drew, of all the things that we've been able to ask you, but also all the times that I just think like you've been such a steady friend and had answers, and that's so mm-hmm. fun. And I don't know, just like a comforting feeling to know that like, hey, we have a friend that can figure all these things out and also <laughs> no pun intended i guess <laughs> but also is just willing to help with the most mm-hmm. random things of course and anytime i do something i learn a little bit 
So thank you for all the help that you give us. Um, and thank you for being on our podcast today. And we are going to transition into working from home. So uh, Drew works from home, but so do I. And Natasha does kind of part-time-ish too. Mm-hmm. So today we're all just kind of giving our insight onto what it looks like for us to work from home, talking through the drawbacks and benefits to that, and giving just some tips as to how to work from home productively. Yeah. And I think especially like this has become such a big topic in the last couple of years because so many people have transitioned to working from home. And I don't think it's something that like I ever learned or like talked about in college of like, oh, the different types of jobs that could include a work from home setup. And how do you balance that well? Because everyone talks about like corporate culture or like being in an office. But I don't think a lot of people talk about just the work from home environment and the pros and cons of that. Mm-hmm. So and like Emma said, we all have very different styles of working from home, I would say, and setups. And so I think have a good variety on ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. So to kick things off, like Drew, what is your work from home setup? Are you in the office a few times a week or how do, what does it look like for you? Um, I try to decide by the night before whether I'm going <laughs> to the office and then I normally stick with that. Um, I'll probably do one day a week at this point at least and then mm-hmm. see where it goes from there, but maybe one to two. And your office is kind of far away. It's not like it's an easy commute in, right? Yeah, it's like 20, 24 minutes there and 35 back. back. (laughs) Gotta love rush hour traffic. Yeah, you really do. Awesome. And so I work from home completely. So um, maybe similar to Drew, I go into an office. We have five or four different, we have four, not five. We have four different sites for my job. So I'll go to a site maybe once a week or once every two weeks, but I'm completely from home. And Tasha, you're a little different. Yeah, I'm on like the schedule. I work from home as often as I can, but it really fluctuates week to week. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit more up in the air. But I actually do have a standard work from home schedule as of today. So that's yeah. really happy. Yeah, breaking news, everyone. Yeah. So we won't publish that just in case it changes yet, but <laughs> don't want to count our chickens before they hatch. But yeah, so all of us work very different styles because um, I'm completely from home mm-hmm. and I have a designated space my roommates have been so kind to just allow that to be used for me to work from home. But for you guys, it's different because we don't have two offices for you, Tosh. And you, you were kind of a kitchen table person. I was more kitchen table. I had an office in a room that I shared and now I'm in my own room. And so I have my office in there. So it's more all the time in my room. Okay. And Dunn Bros. <laughs> yes. So Dunn Brothers. <laughs> There's a Dunn Brothers uh, near where I live. And I used to go in a lot more. I'm talking. <laughs> I think you were there every day. Four times a week okay. on average. And not just like for an hour or two. Like yeah. your whole work day would be there sometimes. Mostly half days mm-hmm. up until up until I couldn't stand being hungry anymore. <laughs> because I'm too cheap to buy food there. Right. Because coffee shop food is kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. Right. And limited. It's not mm-hmm. like they have a whole plethora of options. So. Mm-hmm. I still do that when I can, but I find sometimes it's easier to focus at home. Mm-hmm. And then in the office. So I've been doing a mixture of more different things now. Okay. In total, what do you guys think are some of the drawbacks there are for working from home? I would say like one for me is just because I'm not always at home. There is a little bit of transition every day. And so like when I come back from the office, I have to, or when I know I'm working from home the day before, like I have to pack up everything that I would need to work on from home. And there's been quite a few times actually where I've texted Drew asking if I could borrow a computer charger because I left mine in the office. And just like that feeling of always kind of being in transition and not just having things in front of Mm -hmm. you or thinking you had something but having left that home, all of those difficulties, I feel like. Yeah, that's true. The biggest one, I think, at least for me, is that there's no people. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. You're sitting in whatever office space you have. That's one of the reasons I I went to Dumb Brothers. And it wasn't like 
talking with coworkers, but at least there are people around. Yeah. Um, and that's huge just because you can't collaborate and mm-hmm. you can't just talk to somebody. Sometimes it seems like a waste of time to just talk to somebody and even if it's not about work, but really it's creating a work culture. Mm-hmm. And when you're at home, you don't really have a chance to do that. Right, because I feel like there's not a whole lot of actual like small talk uh like building relationships on teams meetings like if you all are we use teams i don't know if you guys use teams or zoom or whatever but when you go on to like a conference call there's not a whole lot of like just chit chat unless you're waiting for people to come on but it's not super genuine so it's like you're really not building a whole lot of relationships or at least in my in my organization no i think that's definitely true I would say like I work with a really small team, so when I'm in the office, I don't see people either, and that's why I like working from home because I actually see you, Emma, and like have those chances over lunch to like talk with you. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't have that when I'm in the office. But I think that's a huge theme just with work in general, of wanting to have community still where you're working or having like that culture of, of just like you're able to like actually get to know the people that you're around, mm-hmm. and that can be super lonely feeling then if you're only working from home, but. Yeah, and I think that's something that you have to set up, like, a, a way of addressing that. And mm-hmm. you guys have done that with Coffee Shop Wednesdays or, you know, different things that you mm-hmm. do of making sure that even though you're both working from home, you're making time to see each other or, ma- mm-hmm. or seeing other people and, and having that. Yeah. Right. I also would say that working from home, I didn't know how working from home would go for me at first, but I think because I have roommates, I can work from home. If I lived by myself and also worked from home, I would find that incredibly lonely. Yeah, that's true. One thing I will say, like a benefit of of working from home, I know we're not there yet, sorry guys, (laughs) but you're not distracted by those conversations. Like when I work from home, I'm super productive because the only thing I'm doing that day is working. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I did have people in the office or coworkers that I could talk to, there was a little bit of like, oh, like uh, I'll grab coffee with you or like we'll have a little, you know, conversation and then, oh yeah, we have to get back on that project, whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. Um, Are we transitioning now to benefits or do you guys have any other drawbacks? I do have a drawback. Okay, yeah, let's let's go back to drawbacks. Okay, one, ju- this is just for me, but because maybe I'm not in an office, like when I'm working from home in the kitchen and like there's dirty dishes, I just see all the things that I could do. Or like, and this is something I don't normally do when I'm just home alone, but when I'm working, it's like, oh, I could be productive doing something other than work. And I think there's a tendency to want to do that because it's easier than your job, if that makes mm. sense. Mm-hmm. But not everyone struggles with that. Yeah, it's it can be easier to slack off and do other things. Yeah. So. But I don't necessarily think that's bad. I mean, because, like, in any job, I think, okay, so if you're working from the office, you have those, like, stop working times, and that maybe is grabbing coffee in the conference room, or not conference room, break room, or chit-chatting with uh, a coworker or whatnot. But instead, you're doing, like, you're washing the dishes or doing this changing the laundry and so I think like it's a very productive break from work versus maybe breaks at work aren't super productive because you can't do those things the one thing I'll say about that is when you slack off with another coworker, you're building a relationship that will help you get more work done in the future true Um, Mm -hmm. and so even if you're not actively doing something yeah then you're building that relationship and yeah it'll pour into your work in the future Mm mm-hmm yeah, and you sense. don't get that at home. Yeah, very true. Let's move to benefits then because we're kind of moving into that now. Of how yeah. We really enjoy it. I love it. I don't have to commute in the morning and I would have to commute a long ways. And so like to me, that's the biggest, one of the biggest things is mm-hmm. it's just so much easier for my day to day to just work from home. 
I feel like the days I work from home, I just have so much more time in that day. I was way more productive. I enjoyed my day a lot more. I had better conversations with people. My mornings weren't rushed. Like I could just say, I feel like I have more time in my life and a better work-life balance when I'm at home. Mm -hmm. But again, that's because you have to like put things into perspective of a good routine and a healthy Mm -hmm. way of of handling that responsibility. There's time without distraction. When you're at work, Mm -hmm. someone can be like, oh, can you help me with this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They can do that when you're working at home too, but you could just ignore it. Oh, sorry. I didn't see that email. I was working on something else. Or (laughs) even just put it off for 15 minutes and say, Mm -hmm. let's set up a meeting or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier to do that. So time without distraction, especially if you're getting something really detailed done. Mm -hmm. You can just like zone in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Throw your phone in the other room and just like powwow. Um, another, another thing is a benefit is like, you can kind of do, and this is also very dependent on the flexibility of your company. So the company might say you can work from home, but they might have you super regimented and like you can't have distractions or some might give you more freedom, but it is really nice to be able to do laundry in the middle of the day, especially when you have lots of roommates who are all fighting for a washer and dryer. It's nice to be able to get that done when no one else needs to stuff like that. I find is a huge benefit and they don't care as long as I get my work done when I'm getting my work done. And so I, I really appreciate that. And that's not just working from home. That's also work just being a little more flexible too. Mm-hmm. I will say too, like I really enjoy working from home because sometimes like I can change up where I'm working. Like I can go mm-hmm. to a coffee shop or, you know, spend my more like what you did, Drew, of, of mornings there. And just the change of scenery I think helps. And it also helps to break up the day too. Because you can say, oh, I'm going to block this amount of time for this project, right? Mm -hmm. And then at that time, like, I'm going to go back home and and switch up and now I'll work on this. And I feel like because I've changed, like, my actual location or have that variety, I just am a lot more tuned into whatever I'm doing. Versus sometimes when I go to the office, it's like, I know I'm going to be there for eight hours a day. Mm -hmm. And there's just, like, an ability to just be distracted by, I don't know, little things instead of, like, okay, if I give myself a time limit, I am only focused on doing this mm-hmm. during that time. Mm-hmm. And that makes a lot of sense. And that's why I would go to the coffee shop. And even on days I'll go to the office, sometimes I will leave at noon mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. go home and eat lunch and skip the traffic yeah. later. And so mm-hmm. breaking up the day is a really important part. And that's yeah. just part of flexibility. Mm-hmm. It is nice to yeah drive in the middle of the day and then like, oh, you're going to take that 30 minutes to drive home at noon. Then you just work 30 minutes later or depending on the response or requirements. But that's so nice. Mm-hmm. Also, like we keep mentioning Coffee Shop Wednesday. But to me, like that's a great time to get work done. And I set aside certain tasks that are easier for me to do at a coffee shop. But it is also a time to see friends. And I think like it's really nice to have kind of that inter woven interwoven interwoven i think interwoven interwoven is that even a word mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh cool um interwoven into a work day is the chance to like see people outside of work mm-hmm. i really i look forward to that when like i know you're gonna be at coffee shop wednesday mm-hmm. it's like an it adds to the day mm-hmm. for sure and i think it just helps again with like your i, I mean like building community right and mm-hmm. and having just healthy work-life balance and we've covered this in past um, mm-hmm. podcasts but Really, like, being able to see people throughout the week is so healthy. And it's people that you care about and have relationships with. And if that's not your coworkers or mm-hmm. that's, like, just not your company culture, those aren't people you connect with, having the option to work from home and then working with friends is a really great way to balance mm-hmm. those. Yeah, definitely. It's nice to be able to, like, yeah, look forward to look forward to working, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And it gives you little things throughout the week to be looking forward to as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, other benefits, like these are my, minute maybe, but like it is, I have not bought in professional clothes. Like I don't have to have outfits to wear to work every day. Like I have a few outfits that I wear to like 
professional events or when I have a speaking engagement, but it's not like I have to have a full like 15 day wardrobe, you know, that's I was nice. thinking about that too. Mm -hmm. It actually makes a difference. It's a lot of money. It's a lot and of money. There's gas. Mm -hmm. And even if you go to a coffee shop and spend money on coffee, you're probably saving a little bit of money still. I think you're probably still, yeah, spending less than you would commuting. That adds up. Yeah, I would say it's definitely cheaper to work from home, which is just kind of interesting because then you're like paying money to go to work in a way, but it's okay. I'm not salty at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think um, we talked about it, but travel time too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you can get a lot of that back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it can be a bad thing because if you don't have a regimen in your life, then you're not getting any time to think during the day. Mm-hmm. But also, you can use that time in any way you want. Yeah. It's really nice to be able to be done working at 5 and be talking or go, leaving to get, get together with a friend at 5.01. You know, like, there's not, like, that buffer time. So it's, like, mm -hmm. there's just a lot more flexibility. Yeah. I guess this is maybe both of them. But with that flexibility, it's sometimes hard to separate work and other mm -hmm. life. So you work right up till 5. Yeah. Um, but if you didn't have something that day, how, when do you stop? true right mm -hmm. there's not a time you really have to yeah yeah and you could always go eat dinner and come back if you're bored mm -hmm. I don't, sometimes yeah it's like if you leave your laptop and all your right. work stuff at the office then like you're not going back to work right. versus if it's right there might as well just sneak onto your laptop and do another email or two mm -hmm. and some people prefer that mm -hmm. yeah i think it just comes down to like a healthy work from home balance in life is really making sure that you're still having a routine and still having like like you're treating it like a job, I guess, because I think there could be the tendency to say, oh, this isn't like, I'm, because you don't have the separation that this isn't real, right? It's just you and it's your accountability. And of course you're gonna put forth quality work, right? But I think still your attitude toward it is important. And like, even though you're not, you know, dressing professionally every day, like you still should get up and make sure that you mm -hmm. are presentable, right? And then you go through those actions because I think you wanna make sure you're always treating it like a job because otherwise I think you could get sloppy or you could run into, you don't have that separation. A lot of people, mm -hmm. I didn't hear this so much for work, but for school, they would take their classes in bed and Zoom yeah. when COVID happened and whatnot. And that just sounded like a horrible way to mm -hmm. learn. Yeah, I have a rule, like I will never do work in bed. Like just like having those rules mm -hmm. to keep you like regimented, I think is so important. Yeah. And you have to know yourself too. If you if you're easier to follow fall into just kind of not having a routine, then like maybe you need to be more regimented. But if you have a lot of self discipline, maybe it's not as important. Um, so that's kind of based on each individual. Yeah. And we're going to get into kind of just our tips and recommendations for you if you're someone that is starting to work from home or wants to work from home better. But I guess you guys moving to the next question. Do you think companies should allow employees the option to work from home? Is this a good idea? I know that a lot, like I appreciate it a ton and it's been, I think something that's been going up mm -hmm. um, in frequency and availability, but is it healthy? Is it a good idea? If I were, if there was an option between let everyone work from home or have everyone come in a hundred percent, then I'd say come in a hundred percent. Really? Mm. I would. But mm. I think the happy medium is some sort of hybrid, like mm -hmm. two or three days, make people work in the office and then two or three days, let them work from home. Yeah. I think if you don't offer that right now, you are losing a huge pool of workers. Like people are looking for work from home options or at least hybrid options right now. I think it's definitely a balance. You need to know your company culture and what you're trying to create. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there's some companies that do that really well. When I worked at Heritage, I don't think I would have ever wanted to work from home, mm -hmm. except for if I had been commuting further because that is a really difficult thing, yep. right? 
But it was such a fun place to be all the time. Mm -hmm. And I would say, like, there's always things that you could go to that you were learning, right? And there was huge collaboration. And so because of that, it made sense to be in the office. Now, they did offer hybrid options, and there were quite a few people that for different, um, you know, like a few days a week would work from home, right? Or like every Friday type of thing. But I think that because they were so willing to accommodate um, everyone's schedules, and then because they also made the office a place people wanted to be, people didn't work from home that often. Mm. It was usually only one day a week. Yeah. And so I think that that's where, like you said, you don't want to miss out on that market as an employer of the, those employees that are only going to go for a job that has a hybrid or work from home option. And so I think it's like smart for them to do that. But then also I think that you need to work doubly hard to make your office a place people want to be. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, I don't think that people would transition back. But mm -hmm. maybe you guys disagree. Yeah, well, that's where I'm coming from. Because my the options for me is anybody can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And so no one really goes into the office because they don't want to. They just yeah. want to stay home. Where I would go into the office more if more people were there. Yeah. yeah. If I go there right now, there's just a couple of people. <laughs> and we don't really work together. And so... So just kind of like a shared space that yeah. you just all are there at. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. So if a company were to tell people to come in more often, I think there'd mm -hmm. be more collaboration, more mm -hmm. yeah. team spirit, so mm -hmm. to speak. Yeah. But. I think when you offer flexibility, you are throwing away company culture. Mm -hmm. Like It's just inevitable, and you just have to weigh right. what's more important for your organization. Yeah. And a lot of big companies, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Um, Elon Musk with his companies. <laughs> Another thing, Drew really likes Tesla. Yes, all Elon Musk things. <laughs> um, uh, what they're doing and other big companies as well is they're not always successfully, but trying to get people to come back in just because they see it's accountability for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't trust everyone to get their work done. And there's so much collaboration that happens in the office that doesn't happen otherwise. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. So from an employer, I think I'd want it. Mm-hmm. Um, as an employee, I would, but I see where other people would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one last thing, and then I think we need to move on. But we have, when my my team, my specific team, not the whole organization, wants to, like, just brainstorm, we always get together in person. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. never do two-hour-plus two uh, brainstorming sessions over Zoom. We would we would not, it wouldn't be productive. But when yeah. we need to have, like, a year-planning session or brainstorm an idea for a fundraiser, we always get together. So, And that I think that helps get us more excited about it. It's an event then. So I think there's really the in-person collaboration really does mm -hmm. fuel creativity and fuel collaboration, and I think better things maybe come from it. One more thing I'm going to quick say, yep. especially for young adults, is that I think that working from home is easier, right, than going into an office a lot of times. But I know that there is a huge way of missing out on the networking aspect of being in a job. And I just think, like, if you're starting your career, there is something to say of, like, being able to meet your executive team, right? Just by, you know, having lunch with them or grabbing coffee and, like, or brushing up against, like, you just, you're mm -hmm. in the office together. And there is room to, one, move up in a job or hear about other positions more easily mm -hmm. if you're in the office. Like, otherwise, where are you getting that information? Or how are people getting to know you as a person? And so yeah. I would say, too, just a caution for people that are looking for a job right now. And it can be really easy and fit super well with your lifestyle to work from home. And I would say like it's a great option for a lot of people. However, if this is still a job that I, I just think you have to be wise about your career still with that, because otherwise, I think you could miss out on opportunities that being in the office would offer. 
Mm -hmm. So that's maybe one more thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's move into tips, like the tangibility of if you do work from home or if you're thinking about it or you find yourself working from home, how can you stay productive? Because I think that's one of the biggest things of should I work from home? Will, will work get done? That's what companies have to weigh out. That's what individuals have to weigh out. How do you work from home well? One thing that my boss taught me, and I don't do it often enough, but just call someone. Hmm. If you're frustrated or bored or whatever, can't get a project done, need some interaction, just call someone. Like you a coworker or a coworker. Okay. You might have a question for them, but that's <laughs> not really the intent of the call. And most of the time, if it's not too long, they'll be okay with it too because yeah. they're also working from home. Mm-hmm. I would say kind of with that of like making sure you're still seeking out ways to collaborate with your coworkers. Mm-hmm. And like I do this even when I'm in the office because I'm the only one there of just like I reach out specifically, even if I could probably figure it out on my own, I still will ask someone because one, I'll probably get an answer faster than if I struggle through it. Mm-hmm. But two, I think it's just good to touch base with people and be like, one, this is what I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not telling you that, but I am. And then secondly, I get a chance to get to know you a little bit better. Like maybe then we are calling in, like you, there's a little bit of small talk that happens, yeah. right? But also it's just a chance to be able to interact with people, mm-hmm. um, but intentionally seeking that out. Yeah. I think my biggest one is have a routine. Um, like if you were going to the office, you would leave at this time and then you would get there at this time and you would grab coffee at this time and check in with your supervisor at this time. I think mm-hmm. even though like that, a lot of that routine of like the physical moving to a, like from your house to a job and all getting set up is gone, I still think it's important to have that. Like every morning when I'm done um, with my morning kind of quiet time devotions, whatnot, I will do the same routine up until like starting the actual productive time. So then I'll, I'll throw on a podcast that we all listen to, The World and Everything in It. And that's when I will time block my day and I'll grab breakfast and I'll change, you know, like I'll just do all of the things. Like I'll have that routine and every day I have to do the same routine. Otherwise, it doesn't feel like I'm starting the work day. Mm-hmm. I would say with that, like, yeah, still blocking out your day and having mm-hmm. times that you're doing specific work. Um, also, this is something I struggle with, but not moving around a ton when I'm at home because it's like, oh, the couch is more comfortable. Or, and you don't do this, Emma. You struggle with not moving around or moving around too much? Moving around too much. So I would say like a tip would be plant yourself and like don't let yourself get up for like an hour and a half, right? Like really make sure that you're still dedicating time because I don't think I wander around the office, you know? Like that's just not something that I would do, mm-hmm. but I do that around my house. I'm like, oh, it's more comfortable to go and work on this over here. Yeah. And so having that is helpful, I think. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes I find myself, if I were to do that, It'll be, I'm doing something easy. So, oh, I can go work on the couch. Mm-hmm. And then I start doing something more difficult. And then being yeah. on the couch isn't as good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't get off the couch. Yeah. Right then. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's okay to be on the couch, but then very soon it's not. Right. I want, I have pretty much, if I, I work every day at my desk and like there's maybe one hour in the whole work week that I won't work at my desk unless I'm at coffee shop Wednesday or coffee shop, whatever day of the week. But, um. I think one thing that keeps me at my desk is I have a monitor and I didn't understand why people always raged, raved about monitors until I got one and like having the two screens is actually gold. I love it. <laughs> that is something that I struggle with working from home because in the office I have both of them and so you just kind of get used to that, right? Or like different projects, I'll always have like my email on one screen and then like whatever I'm working on on the other so I can easily like see both. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, where are all my tabs? Like I have to flip through everything to mm-hmm. find stuff and you just don't think about it. Yeah. It's super nice. 
Um, what else? What other tips do you guys have? How does it? How do you guys work from home well? Make your workspace nice. Make mm. it so you like looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did more of that recently as well, and it's just kind of fun to look mm. at. That's getting cool. things set up and organized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you're like, you look forward to going to that space instead of just like, oh, there's where I work every day. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I think one thing I do is to have a list of things like I cannot be done with this day unless I do this. And then to me, because my job is more get all your tasks done, not work for eight hours in a day. I, to me, sometimes I'm work, I don't work the full eight hours because I got everything I need to done. Sometimes I work nine, 10 hours. You know, it's like, these are the things that must get done this week and therefore break it off into each day. And then I have to stay, it helps me stay motivated to know that if I get all these things done, I could be done early. Or if I choose to slack off and be a little more unproductive during the daytime, I have to work later. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I, I don't do every day, but sometimes when I know I have to keep working and I know I could get distracted. I always make that goal for myself. Yeah. I would say one more thing is like actually take breaks during the day, Mm -hmm. Um, like eat lunch and like don't look at your computer, right? Make sure that you're still not just working the entire day because I think there can be that tendency of, of just like the lines blur a little bit of when you're at work, when you're at home, but still establishing like, hey, I'm going to leave the office room or, you know, Mm -hmm. move to a different space to do this task and then I'll come back to working. Mm -hmm. And with breaks, I think it's really important to actually take a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I'll listen to podcasts during breaks mm-hmm. and I come back to work and I'm, that wasn't actually a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so one of the big things is I try to not use social media at all during the day mm-hmm. because after like it seems like a break, mm-hmm. but then afterwards I feel more drained. Yeah. And so just take a break. Let your mind just think about mm-hmm. nothing or just kind of mull on work a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I watch Brecken a lot during my work days now and that really helps mm-hmm. me take actual breaks because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can't bring my laptop on a walk with him and so to actually like to go out and play frisbee with brecken or to go on a walk has been really helpful to not only just take a break from work but also to get outside and to move i think those are two big things that are important to have like because some there are some days when i don't step foot outside because i work from home which is great sometimes and it's not great sometimes so i think get outside get moving too i think are two big things Mm -hmm. in those breaks that's a huge benefit of working from home Mm -hmm. just being able to walk outside wherever you are yeah middle of the day yeah it's super nice so um one thing i don't think we've tapped into and i don't want to dwell on it too long but a big thing about being a young adult is you have a lot of times have roommates and all of us do what does it like how do you stay productive when you have roommates in the house and you i feel like when you're at home your roommates are a lot more in and out they have much more flexible schedules how do you do that well (laughs) oh good question (laughs) well i close my door most Mm -hmm. all the way yeah and then People generally know that don't come in. Mm-hmm. But if they do come in and I'm okay to talk, then I'll talk. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, I'll just stop talking <laughs> and kind of listen. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I want to say hi to someone, I'll walk out of my room and say hi. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. generally, it's just if my door's closed, then I'm probably working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I The office that I work in has a door, and I think that has been such a helpful tool when my roommates are home or like even when Tosh is working from home, just like in the other room, like we shut that door and it's like, okay, we're both going to work. And that's really helpful. Yeah. I think like we've both established a pretty good routine of when we're both home of how to make sure that we don't interrupt each Mm -hmm. other. I would say my hardest part with working from home with roommates is like the 445, 430 to 445 (laughs) when they get home from their jobs or from school. And it's just like at this point, if I say hi to them, I'm done working. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like there's not really 
a way yeah. to come back and yep. finish something. Mm-hmm. And so that's just the hardest part, I think, where like I have to brace myself. And But then you just plan around that and I mm-hmm. get things done before they get home yeah. because I know my day is going to just end then. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Hopefully those tips are helpful for anyone that's like anticipating working from home. Obviously, you have to make it your own. And I think like our biggest takeaways and advice to you guys is accountability, right, of making sure that you're you're doing your job well and that also you're treating it with like a good routine, a good job and being productive with it because I think that can be a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anything else you guys want to add as like closing remarks on that? Yeah, um, I think we've kind of covered it. There's so many aspects to working from home, but like I think we've kind of explored our thoughts on working from home. Drew, anything else to add? I don't think so. Well, no. This is just a general work tip, though. Okay. Do the hardest thing first. Ooh, yeah, yeah, honestly. Like, get those things done earlier in the day. So that when your roommates come home, you can talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Okay. Well, with that, Drew, we have one last question for you. And this one doesn't have to be work from home related, but something that we ask everyone on our podcast is just what is something that you're currently figuring out and that you would like to share with our audience of, um, yeah, it could be anything. I'm currently figuring out the answer to this question. Oh, no. It's a paradox. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, No. I was, so I know you asked this, and so I was trying to think about it. And there's all sorts of things that everyone's always figuring out, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing that was on my mind the most and something I definitely haven't figured out is the Israelite sacrificial system. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you haven't figured that out. Yeah. I it feels like super pertinent to life right now. I know. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just reading through it and it's on my mind. But we can go with something else. <laughs> <laughs> that no, that's that's great. I think we we're always like the young adult stage is like when you're really trying to figure out things, and I think that's a big thing to, to learn and understand at this stage of life. <laughs> and you tell us when you do. We can have a whole podcast. Right. About we it. also love using this question as a way to like find new podcast topics. So maybe in a few months we'll see. Figuring out the Israelite sacrifice system. Well, here's the most complicated part. Not the most complicated part. But if they built the temple again, would they have sacrifices? Peter would not allow that. I don't think Peter's in. I don't even know if there are any Levites. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think they would have the sacrificial system. But that's just my thoughts, and I don't know. I'm going to say no as well. I'm pretty sure most of them are from the tribe of Judah and Benjamin. The, the priests? All the Israel. Oh, Israel. The remaining the Israel. Jews? The Jews that we know. Like, yeah. Okay. So I don't think so. <laughs> Interesting. All right. <laughs> we can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> or we can keep it. There's a lot to uncover there, actually. Mm-hmm. There really is. Um, and I think maybe to tie it all back, <laughs> like... <laughs> That would be a hard work from home job. That would be a really hard work from home job. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else about Israelite sacrifice systems or working from home or or the podcast? I don't have anything to add to the Israelite sacrificial system or to working from home. However, we want to invite you all to our 100th episode, which is going to be a live recording and just like a mini party celebration. It's not going to be mini, actually. It's a Who am I mega kidding? party. Yeah. <laughs> Drew will be there. He's going <laughs> to. Drew's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> he said maybe. Um, it's going to be October no, 29th. I'll definitely though. be there. Okay. Yeah. So 
Um, yeah, it'll just be a really fun time, and you guys should come. Um, <laughs> yeah. What else do come. I need to say about October this? October 29th, keep that open. It's going to be in the afternoon, so that if you have something in the evening, you are free to do both. But we are hoping to get you guys on the podcast, um, several people on the podcast. We're going to have food, games, and just a lot of fun. So keep that um, on your calendars, and we will give out more information as it gets closer. But we just wanted to get that save the date out as soon as possible. That's all I've got to say. But Drew, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It is a long time coming. I'm surprised it has taken us this long to get you on, but thank you so much for joining us today. Mm-hmm. Of course. And Tosh, anything else? No, I don't have anything else to say. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll catch you back next week. Bye.